Dr. Charles Radcliffe says it's a huge privilege to become the first Pacific lecturer in archaeology at New Zealand's Otago University in Dunedin. Dr. Radcliffe is a fairly recent graduate from Otago, completing his PhD in 2020. He decided on an academic career after presenting at Otago's annual Pacific Voices Symposium. In a wide-ranging interview with Don Wiseman, he began by outlining his Pacifica links. Welcome to Maori. Good for the evening, uh, Don. And thank you to my Skarabo for uh, inviting me for the interview and to share a bit of journey, I guess, academic journey so far. I identify as a Solomon Islander. I was born and raised in the capital city, Honiara. And my mum is of Ikiribas heritage. So she was very young when her family were relocated by the British from Kiribati to Solomon Islands. And my uh, father's uh, British I've done a lot of my primary schooling in Solomon Islands, so very familiar with sort of some of the cultural traditions. I speak Solomon Islands pidgin, and but I've been very privileged. My parents could afford to send me to study overseas in Brisbane, and then do my tertiary studies uh, here at. Uh, lovely University of Otago. Was your mum Barnabin? No, so she's not Barnabin. So my family, my grandfather, so my middle name is actually Tekarawa, and that's named after my mother's father. He's from Nonos and Tabutawea, and then my grandmother from the islands of Peru and Nikunao. So four islands in the Gilbert Islands of, of Kiribati. So, archaeology at Otago, not a route that a lot of Solomon Islanders have followed so far. How does it feel to be in cold Dunedin? I lived in Dunedin for five years. I can, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> it's a huge privilege. I do feel a huge sense of pride having studied and being taught by a lot of my now colleagues. Thinking back to my journey of how I started study at the University of Otago, I can think back to a conversation my dad and I had in Honiara, looking up different universities across the Pacific, several of which we'd been advised by another family friend who's an archaeologist. And we were drawn to Otago because it said you could you go surfing, go skiing, you know, and it had an outstanding uh, archaeology program. And I was like, well, that's sounds like the most attractive choice and yeah it, it really sort of panned out well for myself through that support of my parents but just the really great teaching staff here in archaeology program as well as the anthropology program and across uh, the university. Now in your teaching just underway you are bringing in or trying to bring in elements of the Pacific things that I guess you're very familiar with but your students won't be. What sort of things are we talking about? As you mentioned, Don, I'm fresh into the job, but I do recognize my role. I, I've, I've actually stepped in in the role as a Pacific Island Student Support Officer within our program as well. There's a few little steps, I guess, ingredients that you can add, I think, in terms of attire, you know, the things I may wear, a few basic things, a sense of humor, uh, sharing of food, kai, in some of the lectures, but on a more the teaching and education-based uh, level, particularly theoretically. The great thing is there's a lot of up-and-coming early career researchers, uh, Indigenous early career researchers, uh, both Māori from wide parts of the Pacific and, you know, the longer time uh, professors and academics who are generating Indigenous knowledge systems, methodologies particularly, which I try to uh, incorporate into my uh, learning to add sort of another layer of, I guess, uh, learning and reflections for the students when they're uh, learning about deep history and, and different parts of the Pacific. And in the Pacific, parts of it are a lot older than New Zealanders. Is it an area that you're looking at in terms of archaeology work? 
Yes. So New Zealand, as you mentioned, and parts of sort of central East Polynesia were only settled in the last sort of thousand years. But human settlement and human history in this part of the world goes back at least 50,000 years, possibly slightly earlier. So my research mainly is carried out in my home country of Solomon Islands. And I have been investigating over the last several years as part of my PhD and then now looking for external funding as I'm a teaching academic. And some of the research we've been focusing on working with the Solomon Islands National Museum is looking at some early cave sites. So just trying to see if we can push back a bit further what we know to be the current record of earlier settlement in parts of the Solomon Islands where I've carried out my research. Because uh, we know linguistically that people are there possibly going back about 30,000 years. There's a cave site that had been investigated in the 90s and that dates back to about 30,000 years. And so we, as part of my project and a few other collaborators here, including Professor Richard Walter uh, and a few others, we're aiming to see if we can find early evidence of human settlement. Have there been, within that work, any significant discoveries in your view? And so far as part of the PhD, we've made some good discoveries in terms of finding what we call stratified cave deposits. So what I mean by that is we've got a nice sort of sequence in, in the layers of the ground uh, that we'll be investigating. Because a lot of the early sites contain pottery, but they're found on the coast. And it's hard to come across, you know, nice, well-buried deposits. So we've found some investigated cave site goes back over 2,000 years, contains some pig bone and dog bone. And us archaeologists love that because it adds a whole lot of the layers of our interpretation interpretations and analysis, but so far we're, we're still on the hunt. And, and I want to highlight the discoveries are one aspect of the research, but at the end of the day, it's really about forming connections and, and partnerships with the local communities that we're working with, you know, regarding capacity building, providing educational resources. So the aim is to provide reciprocal, meaningful relationships and research in these areas. And would you expect the archaeology program at Otago University to have a lot more people from Pacific countries studying there in the future? That's certainly the hope, Don, is with my appointment alongside my colleague, Zach McIver, who's one of the few Māori archaeologists who've been hired as lecturers in our program. That would be the aim, is to really try to diversify our student cohort and hopefully us as early career research, particularly of being of this Indigenous descent, could inspire other Māori or Pacific Islanders students coming through the ranks in New Zealand to think about what are the broad range of options of career pathways that can be undertaking. Uh, not only at Otago, there are other universities, but certainly there are a range of pathways here in Otago that could be explored.